Welcome to another insightful episode of Me and My Health Up. I'm Anthony Harcher, the host, a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. And today is an episode on a new year, a better you. Not a new year, a new you, because why do you need to keep transforming yourself every year when you can just improve yourself? And we should be focused on improvements. Too much I I see people wanting to totally revolutionize or totally transform who they are. It's accepting who you are and just improving on who you are and growing as a person, as a human, and enjoying the experience. And today I'm going to be talking about how we can do this in a healthy sense. So too often people set New Year's resolutions and it's all about, I need to lose so many kilos. Okay, that's their goal. It's all about kilos. I've got to drop these kilos. But let's not focus on the kilos. Let's not focus on your weight. Let's focus on feeling healthy and being you and enjoying the journey. Enjoying the journey so that you can keep enjoying it day after day as opposed to it's a drag. I've got to starve myself. I need to eat keto. I need to be intermittent fasting. Oh, if I don't do it, I've failed. No, it's a load of rubbish. Honestly, it is just ridiculous that we go through, go from zero to hero overnight and we just extremism to the max. You know, we just go from eating lots of carbs to just no carbs. We need carbs. Carbs are energy. We just need to moderate them. We need to find the right balance for you and your activity. We don't need to eliminate them. It's the same as alcohol. We don't need to eliminate alcohol. You can enjoy alcohol just in moderation and realizing where that fine balance is for you. It's better to go on this journey of non-restriction and enjoying it as opposed to be restrictive and just hanging to get off it so that you can be unleashed again. Why leash yourself up? Why lock yourself up when there's no need to be? When you can just enjoy the journey of becoming more healthier and it's always a journey. I'm constantly improving my health. And so let's start with how you should be setting your goal for the new year. Let's not focus on the kilos or on the restrictive behavior. Let's focus on the way you want to feel, the way you want to be, the person you want to be, how you want to wake up each morning. You want to wake up with boundless energy. Wouldn't that be great? Isn't that much better than having a kilo off on the scales, if you wake up with boundless energy and great meal, great mood and feeling awesome most days, and I'm not saying every day because you won't, you're human. We don't feel fantastic every day. We don't have boundless energy every day. But if we work towards having more higher energy days or feeling more energy and feeling better about ourselves and having a better mood than less often, then that's a win, isn't it? Uh, so let's start taking our objectives around our health to not to be what you need to be implementing, what you need to be doing, but more about how you want to feel and be. Okay, let's do that. And I think it's far better. I know over COVID, I feel healthier. The scales don't tell me that, but I'm not worried about the scales. I feel great. I'm happy. I've got energy. 
I'm training really well. Who cares what the scales say? I, I don't really, it, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, I, I, in our previous episode, I shared that I gained four kilos over COVID, but I don't know whether those kilos were muscle or whether they were fat. I feel great in my body, so maybe they were muscle, but I don't know. So why measure myself by that? I measure myself by the way I feel, how I wake up each morning, how my mood is that day, and I'm constantly wanting to improve my energy so that my mood can be at its best. And there'll be down days. There'll be things that happen in your life that put you back or set you back, but that's life. But I can bounce back because I have energy. I'm not flat. And so that's the important thing. Let's measure ourselves by vitality, how you feel, being happy within yourself. Let's not measure ourselves by this arbitrary number that you need to hit in the scales. How do you know that's good for you? How do you know that's healthy for you? How do you know having a certain percentage body fat is actually good for you? Studies will show that those have the lowest percentage of body fat get very sick. They have a very poor immune function, generally speaking, and they'll take longer to get over illness and they've probably got less energy, okay? I don't want to feel like that. Even though they may look great, I'd much rather sacrifice a bit in the looks to feeling great and to being the best you and performing. Performance is a great measure. So don't shift your focus in 2022 to certain scale figures or fitting into a certain dress size or whatever. I'd much rather you be more comfortable in your dress size and just feel more energetic and better moods and happier. Wouldn't that be better? Isn't that a much greater measure? Rather than worrying about our skin fold ratio or percentage body fat or number of kilos, who cares, really? I mean, the people that live the longest, they've never measured themselves by that. These people in these blue zones throughout the world do these practices day in and day out that's a lifestyle that's non-restrictive. Yes, they drink alcohol. Yes, they eat some fatty foods. Yes, they eat carbohydrates. But they're doing the whole well, the whole, not just focusing on diet, not just focusing on exercise. They're looking at the whole in terms of good health. And the whole is more than just cutting out carbs. You don't need to cut out carbs. What's the point of cutting out carbs and you're super stressed? Because if you're super stressed, you won't sleep well. You won't have energy the next day and you'll be desiring carbs. And that's going to be torture. It's the same as intermittent fasting every day. You don't need to do it every day. Just do it now and then when it, when it feels right for you. Connect more with your feeling. Get more out of the mind, more into how you feel and how you perceive how you're gauging, how you're feeling in your body. Don't worry. The mind can be super critical. It can be your worst judge ever. It can perceive things that aren't often there. You know, some people say, I feel fat or I am fat. And I look at them, it's just skin and bone. So just remember that mind can really play havoc on how you feel. So let go. Connect more with the heart. Connect more with your feeling and being and less of this doing and restrictive habits in 2022. So now I'm going to get into some tips as to what you want to be 
looking at to improve your vitality, to improve your mood. The first thing is sleep. I'm reading a lot of studies, a lot of literature that people's sleep has really been affected by COVID. And yes, it most likely is stress-related. It can be hidden stress. I recall when we started opening up here in Australia, Sydney, when we could go out again, we could do more things, there was less restrictions on us, that my resting heart rate went from consistently 49 to 53. I had no idea why that was happening at the time. But now I've started to relax. I'm on holidays and my resting heart rate's now dropped to 47. And so your heart is so affected by the amount you're doing, the amount of stress you take on. And yes, doing affects your heart. And so there's finding a nice balance between doing and being and enjoying and embracing life as opposed to just seeing life as tasks to tick off. Life is more than just a to-do list, okay? You can be in your body. You can feel the environment. You can be present in conversations. So much more empowering than to tick a box. Tick a box, you know. Yes, I've seen this family member over the Christmas break, done that tick. I've been here, I've got away from here. Yes, tick. Yes, I've, I've got my Instagram photo on this uh, lookout. Yes, tick. Oh, yeah, ticks. And I'm chasing ticks. But how do you feel? Does it feel good just chasing ticks? Yeah, you get a bit of a dopamine surge. But as a whole, it's not going to really make you feel fulfilled. Feeling fulfilled is finding that balance between doing lots, doing nothing. It's finding that right medium for you. And I've realized when I was in lockdown, I was heart rate of 49, sleeping really well. And then what I noticed when I started doing more, my heart rate got elevated, my sleep was compromised, my energy was compromised. And so I don't want that to happen again. I'm on a, my summer break and I'm going to be very mindful about the activities I take on in 2022. So how about before you start creating your to-do list for 2022, how about you create your list of things you're not going to do, okay? How about you take some things out of your life that are not serving you, that are not fulfilling you? That is where I want you to focus. Don't take on too much in 2022. Take on things that you want to do, that feel right, that make you feel fulfilled and is going to bring a level of satisfaction in your life. Make 2022 a better year for you by being more and doing a bit less. It's not doing nothing. It's finding that balance. It's not totally eliminating things. It's finding that nice balance where you're doing enough, but not too much or not too little. It's that Goldilocks principle. Make that your focus in 2022, not this extremism. There'll be more extreme diets to come out. I've heard of there's vegan fasting now, <laughs> vegan fasting. I actually do it, but I didn't realize there was a name of vegan fast. Vegan fasting is essentially being animal free for a day, which I do on a regular basis. But 
I just do it because it feels better. I eat less meat, the, but it, it's a fine balance. I don't eliminate meat because I know meat helps me. I do need my iron, and one of the best biological ways to absorb iron is through eating meat. So I do eat meat. I just got to find that nice balance between having healthy iron levels and not eating too much meat because when I eat less meat, I feel better. So sleep. Get your sleep in order, okay? The most important thing around sleep is a consistent to bedtime, a consistent to wait time. And I think lockdown threw that out the window because we didn't have to wake up to be at work at a certain time. We could sleep in a bit. We could sleep into that first meeting. So therefore, we could watch a bit more Netflix or a bit more binge watching whatever you binge watch. So now it's if you want discipline, discipline serves you in that form of getting a good night's rest. Focus your discipline around the rest as opposed to the discipline around restricting no alcohol, no carbs. That's not helpful because you're going to have some desire for both of them. Whereas I find discipline around sleep is much easier because you feel the benefits straight away the next day when you have a good night's sleep. And I've been very consistent with my to bedtime and to wait time. And it really has changed the way I feel every day. More energy, more resilience. I can cope better with adverse news. I can respond better to anger. I can, I can have better conversations. I'm more present because I've rested that night. So that's it around sleep. I just want you to focus on a consistent to bedtime and to wait time. Be consistent with it. That's your tip on sleep. In terms of nutrition, focus on variety, okay? Variety and moderation. That's the two key points around nutrition. Having variety in your diet, spicing it up by introducing new things, not monotyping your diet, just having the same thing over and over again having a wide variety of cuisines, um, and that's a wide variety of meats, wide variety of grains, legumes, seeds, uh, fats, but more the monounsaturated, the polyunsaturated fats, less of the saturated fats. But it's, all, it's okay to have a bit of saturated fat. It's not eliminate. It's just it's finding that balance that works for you. Okay? So with nutrition, focus on getting that wider variety moderation, and that more wholeness to the food. So you don't want them overly processed, but a bit of processing is okay. But just go about your eating so that you're not restricting, but you're having enough to feel. And, and again, it's eating slower. It's actually connecting with your uh, – or allowing the, the hormones to, to get registered in your brains that, yes, you're getting full. So eating a bit slower, you'll feel that happen. You'll, you'll end up eating the right amount and you won't overeat. So it's when we scoff things down is when we're going to overeat. So just focusing on eating a bit more variety, a bit more moderation, eating more whole, but again, a bit of processing is okay. It does help with the digestion of foods, just not over-processed. Again, it's the Goldilocks principle. And then eating slow is so important. People just rush food, eat it slow, enjoy it. The enjoyment's in the mouth, so why not allow the food to spend more time in the mouth? 
there's no enjoyment of the food in the belly. You feel satisfied, but the, the real true enjoyment comes from leaving the food in the mouth for a longer period of time, particularly when you're eating chocolate. Around exercise, just start small. Don't think you've got to go straight from doing nothing to five F45 classes or five hit classes a week. That's crazy. That's extremism. Is this 75 challenge or something, challenge 75? That was a load of rubbish. That was just like encouraging people to go from nothing to an hour and a half of exercise per day. What a complete rubbish that is. Start small and build incremental progress. And by starting small, it can be just getting outside, putting your joggers on, going for a walk around the block. That's making a start. And then it's just building on that, challenging yourself a little bit more. But you'll start to feel the benefits as you go on your journey. So see it as a journey. See it as a lifestyle change, not as something you just jump on and then jump off. It's something you want to embrace and enjoy it for a lifetime. I'm constantly curious about my health. I'm constantly trying new things. Some some things work for me, some things don't. So I keep doing the things that work, but I keep trying things. Uh, So don't think you've got to be doing what everyone else is doing. Just do what's right for you. The other thing is we need to connect again, social connection, but social connection in a way that you're not ticking boxes it's not about I need to be seen at this party or this function. It's does it feel right for you? Are the right is it the right type of people you like mixing with? And when you go there, be present. Don't think about what you should be doing after that. Or again, it's go there, be present is key in social connection. Being really present, turning your phone off. Okay, that can bring a huge amount of presence to your life. By turning off your notifications, I did that a couple of years ago as part of a New Year's resolution. I turned off notifications and they've stayed off. And it's been one of the greatest things I've done. There's obviously a period where I missed a few meetings or whatever, but I got over that and then I worked out a, a strategy to get around that. But now I don't miss meetings. I don't have notifications on. And life is fantastic because I'm a lot more present. I'm spending less time with my mobile, which is great. It, I can I can be more, okay? I, I don't need to be lost in this digital world. I can actually be more present with my children, my family, my friends, and I can enjoy their, them more and being around them and the energy they bring and really experience life. Another thing you want to look at in 2022 is about Doing more experiences and less buying, consuming objects. I think we've consumed enough objects over COVID. Let's start embracing experiences. Let's start giving experiences to others. Let's become less absorbed in having material possessions and be more about experience with others, you know, family holidays, more about outings with your friends, doing more as opposed to giving you know, these objects that people have got multiple of. And, I mean, how many clothes do you need? And how many bits and pieces do you need of accessories and whatnot? Just focus on being a bit more minimalist in that sense of objects and embracing experiences more. It's so much more enriching and fulfilling. The other one I wanted to share 
is around this managing your stress. It's this mindfulness again, but it doesn't need to be anything particular like meditation. It's just being more present. Like I said, just leaving that mobile behind and, and absorbing yourself in the environment that you're in. That's being present. That's relaxing you. That's reducing that resting heart rate, reducing the stress. And I can tell you, our stress affects so many things. It affects what we eat, affects how much we eat. And so if you're really wanting to reduce the amount of um, energy going into your body because you want to use up some of the energy that's stored, well, maybe it's just focusing on stress in 2022 and really managing that and doing less and being more. That is a great way to manage stress. So I really hope for the best for you in 2022. I'm going to share loads of information. There's going to be a podcast every week that's going to be dropping for you that's on either the mind, the body, or the spirit, or the wholeness of all three. There's going to be loads of new guests. It's, it's, I'm just so excited about sharing more information in 2022. So please tune in to more insightful episodes in 2022. And you're going to come away more enriched, more fulfilled, more happier by the end of 2022. And you can take that into 2023. So as I said, it's not about just setting these same goals every year around weight loss. It's about you setting more fulfilling goals, setting goals around vitality, the way you feel, the way you wake up the way you connect with the world, being more present. You can do it. Please share your experiences, your successes in 2022 and share what more information you'd like me to develop for you to empower you further. So thank you for tuning in to me and my health up. Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness Proprietary Limited, operating under the brand Me and My Health Up, does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness, or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric, or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you made to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchantability, or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied, or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and my health up.